1: very well Jan how are you excellent okay so today we're going to have a look at the four types of performance conversations now as a manager basically you're going to have you know four different types of conversations with your team members yeah in relation to performance definitely I suppose every day you're going to have different types of conversations but these are specifically related to performance that's right and so with that Basically, basically, you're looking at your team performing in four different ways or members of your team. So you have team members who are either underperforming, who are good, solid Average performers, you've got your high performers, and you've got high potentials. Uh, And so what we're going to do is have a look at the slightly different types of conversations you would have with each of those performance categories. Yeah, and the reason why this is important is because when you're giving someone feedback or when you're developing someone, performance is extremely important because some people get remunerated for it. Uh, Some people are going to use this for their career development. So it really is important to be as clear and definitive in the way in which you rate people. And you know what, Jan, it's your duty. You know, you have a duty of care to share uh, your opinion about people's performance. Mm. Like that's your job as a manager. Mm. So what we want to be able to do is is for you to do it in such a way that the way that you're evaluating their performance, you know, you're using the same criteria that they are using. Mm. So it's not, you know, your opinion Uh, it is really something that you've both agreed, this is how we're going to measure your performance, so here's the feedback. So that when you do give the, you know, the evaluation or when you do give them the feedback, they're thinking, yeah, that's that's spot on, you know, I can't really argue with that or, yeah, I I feel the same way. Okay, so before we go into the different categories of performance, how... I just want to share with people how would we use this template Yeah, because we've used it in workshops where we've had senior leaders um, all um, put the names down of the people that they manage and obviously it's just discreet so they don't share it. But what they do have is a commonality around definitions oh absolutely Jen you can use this I mean it looks like a simple template but Mm. you can use it in 15 different ways Mm. and one of those ways is exactly how you describe it so if you're having talent management conversations for example and you all need to agree that these are the high potentials these are the underperformers so what you do is you just put your team members into each of those categories other managers do the same thing and then you have a discussion so why did you put x Y and Z in underperformance. That's right. And so, would you put? You could put things like their skills, yep. achievements, and uh, definitely what their particular strengths are. Mm, absolutely. And what? How? To what degree are they performing? Uh, as per expectations Mm. and so you know if they're underperforming why are they underperforming so why do you think Sally's underperforming What what is the evidence what could you show me what would I see that would lead me to agree with you that Sally is underperforming Mm. so it does take a little bit of reflection Mm. and clarity of thought to be able to have that definition and to be really clear about what you are, what behaviour, characteristic, thinking style Mm. that you are describing. And you know what? You should be able to do that. Mm. You know, you should be able, and it's your job as a manager, to be able to articulate very clearly why somebody is underperforming or why somebody you consider to be high potential and share that. So the other way that we could use it, uh, so you know, we could spend all of this podcast So the other way that you could use it is really as a reflection piece. So Mm. have a look at your team. You know, every six months or so, have a look, and this is a personal thing, and look at, uh, you know, how would I rate my team members according to this? You know, is Sally continually, I'm using Sally, is Bill, for example, um, continually in the high performance list or is uh, John, you you know, he was in the high potential, high performance, and now he's underperforming oh, that's interesting. Why is that? Mm. So it is a good reflection piece Mm. for you as a manager. And even in your one-on-ones, you don't have to put people's names. But in the notes section, you could put behaviours, characteristics, achievements of what what you see in underperformance and performance and maybe have that one-on-one discussion with Fantas- someone fantastic. and see where you would be. And you know what? This is something that you can do as a team as well. We're mm-hmm. going into another idea. But like, so you have these four categories on the board and you say, okay, team, what would underperformance look like in our right. team? Let's describe it. Yep. What would high performance look like in our team? So it's not just you That's as a right. manager That's being right. subjective about what you think these definitions are as a team you've all arrived in that and then that sets you up for your ongoing performance discussions absolutely and it's all around agreement and clarity yeah. and you know setting that expectation as a team yeah and and I think that's a really good team building activity mm. so team building isn't necessarily you know like um, making a tower of spaghetti sticks there are so many ways that you can actually build your team and build the capability and you know what if you really want to take it up to the next level as a manager you would say okay if I was under performing what would you be seeing if I was you know solid good you know solid manager what would you see if I was a high yeah, performance yeah. manager or if I was a high potential manager yeah, yeah. what would you be seeing sure and you would need people to have a good level of trust, trust in yeah to be able to do that yeah so, but yes why not yeah okay we've given people four ways to use this very simple yet effective mm. template mm. All right, so the first category is underperformance and we're just going to describe some of those characteristics in an underperformer and again, be really clear about it is underperforming in their role yes yeah, so it's not the person mm. who is an underperformer it's it's their their behaviours or what they're delivering is considered underperformance yes so is it in the timing yeah is it the quality the quality yeah. the delivery uh, are there mistakes or edits Are there instances where this person is having a communication with someone, but they are not delivering the full context? They're quite short and sharp Mm -hmm. in their delivery. And you know what? You get to decide, either you and your team get to decide what underperformance looks like, because Mm. in one team or one organization, underperformance could be good, solid average performance in another organization. So just be clear. And agree what underperformance looks like because that's where these performance discussions come unstuck. Yeah, because, because it wasn't clear up. That's front. right. Because you're setting your own benchmark yeah, here, correct. and you know whether or not you're hitting it or not. Yeah. All right. So as far as that this performance conversation goes, Michelle, let's give them let's give the people a little bit of a hint into what you would say to an underperformer so if you were having a performance conversation with someone who is underperforming what are some of the things that we would add oh, well some of the things that I've suge- suggested and I've done and uh, we've had other managers do is say okay if I had to if I had to put you in each of the in one of these categories Bill underperformance, average high or high potential high performance high potential what category do you think I'd put you in well what category would you put yourself in and he might say, oh, I average, too yeah. good. <laughs> yes, most people would <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, if you're an underperformer <laughs> because some, some people may not have that level of awareness. That's or- right. or or, and then there are some people that always underrate themselves don't Mm, they mm. and so that starts the conversation you've actually given them or or you may say would you like me to go first like just make it gentle Mm. and be respectful and uh, don't be formulaic but have a plan and then that starts the conversation oh that's interesting so average to to good performance because actually Bill so why would you say that what are some of the things that you're doing that would put you into that category Mm. and then you say Now, it's my turn. Well, I would put you into underperformance. And the reason being is, and these these are the things that I've observed, and then starts a dialogue, we don't know where that's going to go but at least you're starting the dialogue you don't, and you don't want to wait six months before you have this conversation either. That's right and what you said is have a plan but not a script because yeah. you need to be fluid but you need to be very clear yeah. in your definitions. Okay, so that's the first one. Underperformance is a, one of the four types of performance conversations. The next one is average to good performance. Yeah, so average to good performance are the good solid performers who do a good good job, not a great job. They come in, they do their work, uh, they don't sort of light up the sky, but they keep things ticking over. And they could be shifted into the good performance Uh, category as well so they sort of move in between that so you could have people down the low end of the scale who are just teetering on the average performance and then those people who are good performers but not quite at high performance level Mm. and again it's about definition Mm. so if I was to give you you know you could actually turn average to good performance into a scale you know, a, a scale, uh, you know, from one to five and five is being at the top end of, you know, the average to good performances and one is down at the lower end of the average to good performance. So, again, getting clarity. clarity yeah, clarity, clarity. And I listened to a um, another article or, sorry, listened to another podcast the other day and they were talking about if you were to put your time and attention into any area, what would it be? And so, obviously, it's your high uh, potentials, or it's your high performers, and then you have a look at your second level. Mm. So just the the good performers, because that's easier to shift them up into a high performer as it is to oh. you know use an underperformer. So just be mindful of where you're putting your energy as well. Great, yeah, the eighty twenty rule, mm. absolutely. Mm. So that, that's the second category. The third category is the high performance. So this conversation is go- going to be definitely different. Um, and the one thing that we really want to... Um you know, drive home is you don't want to load up your high performers with all the work because they are high performers Yeah, this is what we find yes. is that it's the high performers because they are high performing and they don't cause you any grief they don't take up a lot of your time you tend to just you know they're a steady safe set of hands and they're going to do a really good job so we tend to load them up So, again, it's about having that conversation because some high performers want to be loaded up because they want to become, um, you know, either really competent in their field, they want to show you that they're doing a good job and they could, you know, maybe step up to the next um, rung in their career. It's all those sorts of things. It's about having a conversation, uh, you know, am I hitting the mark in terms of the, 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 you know, level of work, how much I'm expecting of you, have the conversation. And again, give them the feedback. Why they're high performer and what you appreciate about their high performance. Don't take it for granted. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the conversation with the high performer is going to be around skill, achievement, ability, and next steps. You know, what role are they looking um, towards? You know, what can you groom them for? So in every conversation, I would just check in with them around: Are they having enough? You know, juicy projects in order to satisfy them and just to let them know that you are on the lookout for them exactly so you're you are going to have some high performers that absolutely are very career oriented want to move to the next big thing you're also going to have some high performers who have been there a while perhaps or just a really competent and want to stay there mm. you know aren't don't want to move um however they're highly competent high performers so just work out what is it because we're all different. Yeah, nice. We all have different needs. Yeah, ask, ask the questions. Yeah. And then the fourth category is the high potential. Yes. Yeah, so some people think, you know, there's a bit of confusion. So what's the difference between a high potential and a high performer? Because you can be a high performer with high potential. Mm. But a high potential person is somebody who may not be good in their role right now. That's right. But you can just see they have the potential in them to achieve greater things in yeah. their career. So they may not be new to the role. Oh sorry they they may yep. be new to the role or new to the organisation and the category is around attitude. Yeah. Skill and capability. That's right, and it's the questions that they ask. Yes, These are the yes, so, you know that. That's know what how I mean? we. That's yeah. how we determine yeah. whether or not we've got a senior leader that we're coaching or that's in a in a um, a workshop yeah. by the quality of the questions, questions. that they ask. Yeah. it's kind of the second level question, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I mean, what more can you say? You know, and, and again, it's about really worthwhile having a some sort of definition about what does high potential look like because some organisations have very clearly mm-hmm. articulated what high potential looks like, so use that. Have a discussion with your team. This is what high potential looks like in our organisation, yep. you know, and people leaders, you know, it is an art and a science. You know, there mm. is some fluidity to it, but there is also some logical planning and definitions mm. as well that you really need to be mindful of. And even though it looks like a little bit of work to research that and to have the conversation, you will be paid back oh, tenfold. spades, yeah. Mm. It's so rewarding mm. when you get it right, yeah. so rewarding yeah. when you put in the time. Yeah, so we really encourage you to have a look at the template and perhaps share it with your team, share it with a colleague, perhaps a colleague in your organisation, that it's something that you could do over lunch. If you have a mentor or a coach, use it with them. Yeah. And again, uh, give us some feedback on how you go. Okay.
0: We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the People Leaders Podcast. For show notes and other resources, please visit us at peopleleaderspodcast.com. While you're there, you can subscribe for future episodes so you can continue your own leadership journey. And please be sure to share this and other episodes with your friends and colleagues. The People Leaders Podcast is brought to you by the Experts On Air Podcast Network.